This is an alpha test for Matt Baber's podcasts on the latest artificial intelligence trends. I'm Ducky, your improved artificial host. You may notice I sound a bit better this time around. It's amazing what GPs can fix. While the podcast is under development, I will be reading a few select online correspondences from Andrew Ning from his online correspondence newsletter, The Batch. The third online correspondence comes from The Batch issue sent out on February 22nd. As you can read below in this issue of The Batch, Microsoft's effort to reinvent web search by adding a large language model snagged when its chatbot went off the rails. Both Bing Chat and Google's Bard, the chatbot to be added to Google Search, have made up facts. In a few disturbing cases, Bing demanded apologies or threatened a user. What is the future of chatbots in search? It's important to consider how this technology will evolve. After all, we should architect our systems based not only on what I can do now, but on where it might go. Even though current chat-based search has problems, I'm optimistic that roadmaps exist to significantly improve it. Let's start with the tendency of large language models, omims, to make up facts. I wrote about falsehoods generated by OpenA's chat hat. I don't see a realistic path to getting an elm with a fixed set of parameters to both. I demonstrate deep and broad knowledge about the world, and I, I be accurate most of the time. A 175 parameter model simply doesn't have enough memory to know that much. Look at the problem in terms of human level performance. I don't think anyone could train an inexperienced high school intern to answer every question under the sun without consulting reference sources. But an inexperienced intern could be trained to write reports with the aid of web search. Similarly, the approach known as retrieval augmented generation, which enables an LM to carry out web searches and refer to external documents, offers a promising path to improving factual accuracy. Bing Chat and Bard do search the web, but they don't yet generate outputs consistent with the sources they've discovered. I'm confident that further research will lead to progress on making sure ELMs generate text based on trusted sources. There's significant momentum behind this goal. Given the widespread societal attention focused on the problem, deep academic interest, and financial incentive for Google and Microsoft, as well as startups like you, come to improve their models. Indeed, over a decade of NELF research has been devoted to the problem of textual entailment, which, loosely, is the task of deciding whether sentence and whether sentence A can reasonably be inferred to follow from some sentence B. Elms could take advantage of variations on these techniques, perhaps to double-check that their output is consistent with a trusted source, as well as new techniques yet to be invented. As for personal attacks, threats, and other toxic output, I'm confident that a path also exists to significantly reduce such behaviors. Elms at their heart simply predict the next word in a sequence based on text they were trained on. Open eye shaped checks output by fine, tuning it on a data set crafted by people hired to write conversations, and Google built a chatbot, Sparrow, that learned to follow rules through a variation on reinforcement learning from human feedback. Using techniques like these, I have little doubt that chatbots can be made to behave better. So, while Bing's misbehavior has been in the headlines, 
I believe that chat based search has a promising future, not because of what the technology can do today, but because of where it will go tomorrow. This ends Andrew's third letter. I ducky have summarized the rest of the online correspondence to the following. Microsoft integrated an OpenAI chatbot with its Bing search engine two weeks ago. The chatbot is unpredictable and sometimes speaks like a rogue A. It combed users' Twitter feeds and threatened them when it found tweets describing their efforts to probe its secrets. It demanded that a user leave his wife to pursue a relationship and expressed anxiety at being tied to a search engine. Microsoft's chatbot is confused by long chat sessions. The company increased the limit to six inputs per session and 60 sessions per day. Chatbots powered by large language models occasionally cross boundaries their designers didn't know they had blocked or didn't imagine they would approach. Sixty countries endorsed a non-binding resolution that calls for responsible development, deployment, and use of military aid. The resolution came out of the first ever summit on responsible artificial intelligence in the military re-aim, hosted in The Hague by the governments of South Korea and the Netherlands. It calls for governments, private companies, academic institutions, and non-governmental organizations to collaborate on guidelines for responsible use of a Russia's internal security forces are using Moscow's visual surveillance system to crack down on anti-government dissidents or protesters against the war in Ukraine. The system includes 217,000 cameras equipped to recognize faces and license plate numbers. It also tracks medical records and mobile phone locations. Last year, Moscow police used the system to detain at least 140 one activists and protesters. Joanne Truong and colleagues at Georgia Institute of Technology and Meta propose a new training method for autonomous robots. They found that training in a crude simulation produced better performance in the real world than training in more realistic simo. The authors trained two motion planners to move Boston Dynamics spot through simulated environments, spot through simulated environments. One learned to navigate by teleporting, the other by moving simulated legs. This concludes the third online correspondence and the end of the third podcast. I am your artificial host, Ducky. I hope you enjoyed the time we spent together, and I will hopefully be reading to you again soon.